Welcome to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show that blends stories and strategies to help businesses create engaged and profitable online communities using the unique power of social media. And now your host, Andrea Jones. Hello, Happy New Year. Welcome to episode 234. Super excited to dive into talking all about communities and also want to point out this sparkly new intro. Do y'all like it? DM me on Insta. Let me know uh, what you think. Okay, here's the thing. A couple episodes ago, I talked about my predictions for the year and announced my word of the year being community. And so it felt right to kick off this episode this year talking about community, what to come for myself, my business, and give y'all some ideas for your community. I will say this episode's a little bit different in that I'm talking a lot about what I'm doing, but I want to share this as an example of what's possible. You know, I do consider myself an industry leader and everyone listening to this, if you own a business, you are a leader in your space. And so I want to use this episode as um, a sounding board for that. And it felt right to start the year talking about communities and how you can build one as well. And listen, communities are going to be so, so powerful this year. You know, social media is super crowded. Have y'all been noticing this? Social media is hella crowded. Our posts aren't getting as much views as they used to get. Um, we're not seeing the engagement that we used to. Um, it feels like we're competing, competing to just be heard on social media. And I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. You know, content itself is also becoming very repetitive. We're seeing, um, it's hard to like be different, sound different. It's like, you scroll through your feed and you're like, yeah, I've seen that before. Um, this, this trend culture definitely lends to that because as we all hop on trends, then our content then starts to become the same and similar. And it almost feels more commercialized. You know, we talk about this, you know, hashtag no makeup <laughs> look where it's like you clearly have makeup on, you look like you have makeup on, but you're saying you don't. It kind of feels like that on social media where people are curating the heck out of their social posts and like just be casual is the vibe. And it's definitely not casual because it's so commercialized, it feels like it's going more towards like billboard megaphone style marketing instead of conversation marketing. So my guiding light for this year is to go back to that conversation marketing. This is not about me. This is about you, the business owner, the marketer, the professional looking to use social media as a tool to grow your business. I'm just here to help facilitate that conversation, right? I want to give you ideas and spark interest and yes, share my expertise. But ultimately, I want you to have a voice and a seat at the table. And I think that's where communities and building online communities can be so, so powerful. Um, I actually met a lot of my most favorite people in life from an online community. Y'all know I met my husband on YouTube, online community. My business besties, we met on Instagram, DM'd each other, been following each other for years. We still meet. We meet in person. It's beautiful. But I don't know if I've told this story about my book club friends on the podcast. I want to talk about that because it's just a, an example of a community. Um, so in... 
well, when I met my husband, I moved to Canada and had no friends here. I didn't know a single person here. And so his friends were my friends. And while they're great, I wanted my own friends. And I started looking around and I had previous success with meetup.com. If y'all don't know about meetup, it's a great way to meet people. But y'all, it can be weird. And I want to use this example because I think social media can be the same way. There were some meetups I went to and I was like, these are not my people. These people are very odd. I do not connect with these people at all. And because this style of meetup is usually around certain interest groups you meet together, you get to know people, it tends to attract the oddballs of society. I do consider myself one of those. Um, However, there are some misses, more misses than hits, if you get what I'm saying, in this meetup.com scenario. But the one that was a huge hit for me was this book club. I joined the book club. It was, we initially started meeting at someone's house and then we started meeting in different restaurants all over Niagara region where I live. And I joined book club in 2016. By the end of 2017, I was leading the book club and I led it all the way through to the pandemic in 2020. And now that I have a baby, it's just not on my priority list right now. However, I met some of my closest friends through that book club. Um, I put myself out there in a community. We would have books. It was a book and wine club, y'all. So we would we would also drink. We would mostly drink wine. Okay, let me be honest. We would mostly drink wine and sometimes talk about the book. And I just met some beautiful connections through that book club. And this really resonated with me recently. Um, over the holidays, my husband and I hosted a Christmas party at our house. And a good percentage of the people there were from this book club that I met where like I met someone, we had an interesting conversation about the book, other things. We met outside of the book club. We became friends. Now our kids play together. It's like one of those things. And it just, to me, was a very good example of the power of community because communities bring people together. Okay. I want to give one example of what is the opposite of this, this just to like frame today's conversation. Um, So I am with the cell phone company Bell. And I would say that's very similar to something in the US like Sprint. I don't know. They're all the same, right? But um, we're with Bell. It's fine. Um, They're they're fine. It's like nothing special about them. But then we got a deal through another company called TELUS. And we just switched our lines over because we have no loyalty to Bell. We just wanted a better deal. Switch to TELUS. So it's like switching from Sprint to Verizon. But you still have a phone, still works, right? Um, we actually got more data and all of that good stuff. But there was no sense of loyalty or community with Bell or TELUS, to be honest. Um we didn't even get a phone call, which I thought was odd. Like when you switch all of your family's lines over, I think sometimes they try to like, hey, don't leave us. That never happened. So I was like, "Eh, whatever, screw them, you know? So I think that that's the opposite of community in the sense that it's like, yeah, it's there and it's available and a lot of people know of it and use it, but there's no loyalty. Um, And so I want to kind of start with that conversation. When you're thinking about your social media strategy, do you want to be the cell phone company or like the wine and book meetup, right? Like that to me is how I'm choosing to view my social media strategy going into this year. I want to be the meetup where people meet each other, where people make lifelong connections Sure, it may be smaller, right? But 
it's way more powerful. It's way more interesting. It's way more life changing. And I'm like giving, getting like chills thinking about it. Now, community, I did a whole podcast episode on the differences of that, which I'll talk about in a second. But to me, it's really about the unified body of individuals. It's people coming together. Um, I was looking at the definition of community in Merriam-Webster dictionary. And the one that I loved was joint ownership or participation. Joint participation. You're not on social media being a megaphone. You're calling people in. So let's think about what this means for our business. And I've broken this down into four different areas that I'm going to talk about today. And the first one is building a community support system. And I had this belief for a long time that was actually really stopping me for a while, which is when people come to my community, they come to the community for me. And I think sometimes, especially business owners, we think people hire us for us. We think we are the difference. And yes, we hold the vision for that. But I think that actually is a limiting belief. My business saw the most growth when I actually got support from other people. And when I actually started bringing in other people that could serve my community, community leaders, right? Um, People who can actually be there when I can't. Team members, community leaders, um, people in this space who can who can do the things that I can't do. I cannot be all things to all people and neither can you. So I want you to think about how you can build your own support system. Um, in my business, this means I have 16 people on my team. And this isn't counting like one-off contractors or consultants. These are like 16 people who work in the business every single week some more than others, but they're here every week. Okay. That is a support system that helps this whole thing keep running. Like the reason you can watch or hear this podcast is because of that support system. If I didn't have it, this podcast episode may not even see the light of day, right? So it's not just you and you can't be all things to all people. So how can you bring in a support system? And obviously, I'm going to be a champion for you doing that with your social media content. But I want you to also think about how you can do that in other areas as well. Bring in that support team system. The next thing is building a community network. Okay, community network. And I love the word network because this means that it is that interwoven group of people where there's no hierarchy. It's just a collection, a community of people helping each other. Okay. So just like I mentioned with my meetup, my book club meetup, um, yes, I ran it, but I wasn't the end all be all. Everyone got to choose the books. We got to vote on the restaurants. You know, we got to all participate. So what does that look like on social media? You know, it's, it's maybe creating more groups and spaces where people can collect. Um, I recently subscribed to Jerisha Hawk on Instagram, mostly because I'm looking for good examples of this Instagram subscribe option because I haven't found one except for hers. Hers is amazing. Um, she does like this behind the scenes thing. But what I love about hers is that she does live streams and group chats just for her paid community. And it's on social media. And so I would love to, for all of us to think of more ways for how can we bring our people together and have this network of people. And this doesn't necessarily have to end with social media. For me, actually, it's using social media to bring people together in person. 
So I recently had a professional business dinner locally with some of the folks that I know in business, business owners. And it was so great just to be in person talking about our businesses. We had a fantastic dinner and I connected with them all on social media first. So I'm using the power of social media to bring people together in person. And I think there's such a powerful thing to do. So how can you use social media as a tool to find new people, collect new people and bring them in person and then build the network? The whole point of the dinner for me was to connect them to each other. I want them to hire each other. (laughs) Um, I want to be that connection piece. And you know, there's no immediate benefit for me and my business other than, you know, we're helping each other out. We're building our community network and we're helping each other out. On a larger scale, I am so excited to announce that we are actually hosting our first live in-person event in November of 2023. So you're hearing it here first on the podcast. I have sent out personal invites to those of you, you know who you are. I did send out personal invites to a few folks to have like early bird access. But this is our first major announcement of this live event. It's called the Savvy CEO Retreat. It's at SavvyCEORetreat.com. And the reason that I designed this event is because there are people who I've known for years who I've never met in person. And there's something intangible about in-person connection. My friend Meg was saying, um, it's like, you know, you're on a Zoom call all day, but like, you know, your kids in the background as like, mommy, mommy, can I have something? Like, it's not the same as like intentionally being in person and having those deep, meaningful, facilitated conversations about big picture topics like inclusivity. Are we adding transcripts to our podcasts? Right. Um, are we being inclusive to uh, neurodivergent folks? Are we being inclusive in our marketing? You know, all sorts of people, shapes, colors, sizes, um, abilities, disabilities, you know, Um, are we taking care of ourselves as business owners? How do we do that? It's not a bubble bath, but what is it? Are we, you know, attracting the right talent in our businesses? Um, How do we battle things like imposter complex and speak up for ourselves? So we're going to be having all sorts of conversations at this live retreat. So if you want the link, DM me on Instagram. I'd love to send it to you. But the whole purpose of this was to have this in-person network. I want all of my favorite people to know each other, right? I want to bring all these people together in person. And yes, I met all of y'all on the internet, but now I want to meet you in person. And the biggest thing for me is meeting my team. I don't know if y'all know this, but I've never met a single of my team members in person, which is a shame because I've been in business for nine years now, almost nine years now. And so this is also an excuse for me to like bring my team together and meet them as well. So building that network, community network, super important. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, I want to talk about social media communities. And then I want to share what we're doing in our paid community as well. So we'll be back shortly. Hey friends, are you looking to level up your LinkedIn game in 2023? 
If you are, I want to invite you to my free, yes, free LinkedIn challenge happening this January. The LinkedIn Jumpstart Challenge is your fast pass to some pro-level LinkedIn skills. In just five days, you'll be able to take your profile, completely revitalize it, go from meh to amazing, and create some authority-building content that will convert your followers into sales and new business. And no, we are not using some sleazy DM strategies here. I'm talking to you, the guy from Minnesota who one time tried to sell me solar panels. Dude, we're not even in the same country. We're not being that guy. So if you're ready to really take your authority to the next level using LinkedIn, join us today. You can find the link at onlinedrea.com slash LinkedIn. I'll see you there. Bye for now. And we're back. Let's talk about social media communities. You know, I talk about this a lot on the podcast because a huge value system for me is like social media. The purpose for me is to find new people, right? And I've been talking a lot about this because I think that sometimes we flip it and we think that social media is for new people to find us which is fine, right? New people can find us on social media. But especially now in 2023, we have to be proactive. You know, it's really easy to just sit back and um, wait for someone to come knock at your door. I love to use the dating analogy here. Um, Those of you who are OG listeners have heard it before. But if you're new, it goes like this. Let's say you're on the prowl, you're on the hunt, you're ready to like put yourself out there and look for your person and find your life partner. And you could absolutely sit at your home and wait for the Amazon delivery guy to knock and flirt with that guy or gal or person, right? You could totally do that. But what will likely happen is if you're ready to put yourself out there and find your person, you're probably going to put yourself on some apps, maybe let your friends know, ask for, you know, hookups. Does anyone know? Blind dates. You know, you're going to put yourself out there. You're going to start new conversations. You may go to a speed dating thing, right? That is active. Proactive is sitting at home waiting for the Amazon delivery person and hoping that person is into you and you're into them. And if they're not, you may have to wait or order something else. I don't know. (laughs) The point is being proactive. And I know social media can feel like a billboard and it can feel like a, um, like a megaphone, like you're just shouting out into the void. But honestly, the best way to use social media is as a connection piece and being proactive is key. And we also want to make sure to love on our current community. Okay. I think sometimes too, as business owners, we want more, we want more, 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 more people in our community. And we actually leave our most important people behind And the power of the community is that they can actually go out for you and become community advocates. I talk about this a lot in the social media sales funnel. When you're looking at your social media sales funnel, the end of the funnel is not making the sale. It's building a community of advocates, the people who will go out for you and go, you have to listen to Andrea's podcast. The people who will go out for you and say, you have to join the Savvy Social School. The people who will go out for you and say, you have to hire Andrea to do your social media. Her team is great. That means the heavy lifting isn't on us. 
it is dispersed amongst our community. I talk about this a lot in episode 226 of the podcast, uh, Audience Versus Community, if you haven't listened to it yet. I talk about the power of audiences versus communities because sometimes we think we want an audience when what we actually want is a community. While an audience is a group of listeners, a community is a subgroup of members within that audience. But these are the unified people who will go out and speak on your behalf. This is my biggest goal this year is I want to love on y'all here listening to me now, because if I give to you, then you're going to go out and help me find more people and bring them on in and we can all have fun together like my wine and book club, right? I want to also have this community where members contribute to the conversation. I talked about this a lot in that episode 226, where um, this isn't just the Andrea show, Okay. And as it relates to social media, you'll notice that I'm asking a lot more questions now. I don't want to tell you how to do social media. I want to ask you, you know, what is your opinion on this topic or this subject? Um, I want to be a value and a facilitated safe space for those conversations. Um, if you actually scroll back a little bit farther, episode 157 of the podcast, I have a whole episode on how to build a community. And one of the things I said in that episode that I really like is make sure that it's a two-way human conversation. Human conversation. <laughs> I think the world of AI will... Uh, I mean, y'all heard my opinion on this. AI is great in some cases, not so great in others. And I'm waiting and seeing... I like humans. That's my thing. Not a fan of robots, but here we are. Um, I do use AI for some things and I customize them. But in that same episode, I talked about speaking into the void and how communities are the backbone of our social media strategies. Because if we are not getting a reaction from the people we currently have in our community, how can we expect to get a reaction from new people? You know, they, they say like, if a tree falls in the forest, does anyone hear it? If you post on social media and no one sees the post, you may want to show some love to the people in your current community so they love you on you back. And then when new people come in, they're not joining a party that's like awkward and silent. They're joining a party that's like bumping. Hey, it's good in here. It's fun. We want that atmosphere on social media. Now, in uh, that predictions episode, 227, I talk all about how things are changing, y'all. This is major. In 2023, social media is changing. And I don't know what it's changing to, but I do know the way that we've always done things is not possible. And as much as I want to dig my heels in and say, we've always done it this way, we're going to keep doing it this way. It's not possible. And I want to get actual results for myself, for my clients. But what that means is listening to what the community actually needs and providing that. Not just showing up with what I want them to do, but showing up with what they actually need to get things done. So an example right now is um, there's this trend on social media that's all about building a marketing uh, marketing strategy without using social media. And I hear that. I hear it. I hear it. And I'm not against it. But I do want to provide alternatives. So I'm working on listening to the community saying, Hey, Andrea, social media is too much. 
I want to market without social media. I hear you and I'm coming up with a plan. That's me humbling myself instead of going, oh, these people, you can't market without social media. In fact, you can. (laughs) And so I'm listening to that and I want to come up with some alternatives and strategies and go, maybe we don't have to get rid of it completely, but I totally understand wanting to restructure. And I got you. I got you. That's listening. Business is business is all about people. It requires people. It requires people. When I think about the choices I've made recently, I am influenced by social media. I'll give an example. Um, TikTok knows that I love watching babies eat. My little eight-month-old daughter, she just loves food. (laughs) She's like her parents. And I saw the cutest video of this little baby eating spaghetti. And I was like, ooh, I want to make spaghetti. I was influenced, y'all, by social media. Not because some book somewhere said, feed your kid spaghetti. Nope. It's because I saw another little baby happily chomping away on some little spaghetti noodles. So I did it. I was influenced. I have a lot of regrets. That is was probably the messiest meal we've ever eaten. And clothes are stained now. Um, and I don't think I'm going to feed it to her again anytime soon, even though she loved it because y'all, that was a mess. <laughs> oh my goodness. But I was influenced by social media and a post that I saw on social media of another person, a human little child enjoying their stuff. So when we think about social media, it's not about telling someone you should feed your kids spaghetti. It's about showing them here's how humans do this, live this life, do this thing. Okay. And we turn to social media to be inspired by that. So how can we use social media as a way to encourage participation with our community? It's showing, not telling. So with that being said, I want to share some of the things we're doing in our marketing this year, as well as in the school. Um, So in our marketing, we're really focusing on video, showing, not telling. I'm going to repurpose the heck out of everything. Um, This podcast will get spliced and diced and post across social media. Uh, We'll be creating YouTube videos, showing, not telling you how to use social media as a tool to grow your business. We're listening to the challenges of social media. I'm building support. We have a new community coordinator. Um, we're looking at bringing on a strategist this year, growing the team to support you even more, um, evaluating our social strategies, refreshing them, revitalizing them, um, and then loving on our community. In the Savvy Social School, we have an entire community platform. We're using Circle. If y'all have used Circle before, it's amazing. It's so much better than a Facebook group. And we are talking about our value systems. We're talking about things like integrity and spirit of collaboration and excellence and how we plan to show up for that for our community members. But we also extended lifetime access to anyone who purchases a product from us to our community space, which means whether you buy one thing or whether you're in the membership ongoing, you get lifetime access to the community. That's a huge thing for us. And we just recognize the level of support that business owners need goes beyond, you know, an Instagram course. Things change so quickly. We want to have that high level of support ongoing. Um, and then we're updating things like our free course just got a refresh. It's uh, got a lot more in it. Um, we want to be able to show what we can do instead of tell you. So if you are interested in 
uh, checking out what we're all about, check out the free course, onlinedrea.com slash free. Um, it's really the best way to see and experience our approach to social media because it is a little bit different. It's infused with mindfulness strategies and techniques. It's geared towards online business owners who are completely overwhelmed and they just need that one little next step to make a difference in their business without spending days on social media. So check it out and join us. I'm super excited for what's to come this year. Next week, I'm talking all about LinkedIn in 2023. Y'all, LinkedIn is popping. It's one of my new favorite platforms. It's always been a favorite. Uh, So stay tuned for that episode. I'll see you soon. Bye for now.